0: Join my friends at Koala Shine now by searching Koala Shine wherever you listen to podcasts. And start with the ancient Egyptian pyramid puzzle. It is a wild ride. Search Koala Shine now, hit follow, and let the adventures begin.
1: What's up, food fans? I'm Dude Foodie, and I'm here to feast like a beast. On today's episode of Tacos, Nachos, and Guac, I'm hitting the road to chow down on one of America's tastiest street treats, the taco! Whether you like them hard shell, soft shell, or a double-decker, with a harder soft shell stuffed inside a softer hard shell. For many people, tacos are life. I know they are for Dude Foodie. And me. Sweet, bro. And one of the best things about tacos is how customizable they are. With so many different meats, cheeses, veggies, toppings, and
0: sauces to choose from, <laughs> there's literally hundreds of combos to make. I like steak tacos, otherwise known as carne asada, with corn, onions, black beans, sour cream, and lots of guac. Awesome, awesome. Also, who are you, dude? No, you're dude. I'm the narrator. Narrator?
1: I'm Dude Foodie, host of Tacos, Nachos, and Guac. We don't have a narrator,
0: it's just me cramming food in my face hole. Yes, I love your work. But I'm the narrator of the Who Smarted podcast. And today's episode is on tacos, and you're part of it. Oh, I get it. It's like
1: one show stuffed inside another show. Just like a taco is a shell stuffed with
0: other foods. Exactly. Where did tacos originally come from? How have they evolved over the years? And how did they become one of America's favorite comfort foods and one of the best-loved foods on the planet? Good questions, dude! Well, we have answers, dude. It's time for another whiff of science and history on... Who's smarted? Who's smarted?
1: Who's smart? Is it you? Is it me? Is it science? Or history? Listen up, everyone. We make smarting lots of fun on Who's Smarted. I just wrapped my chompers around a nice, beefy, cheesy, creamy, spicy, saucy, crunchy taco. It's like there's a flavor explosion inside my mouth right now.
0: So good, dude. I concur, dude. Tacos are tasty. Quick question. When you think of a taco, what do you think of? Call out your basic taco combo. Ah, I heard a lot of different options. A few of you said Taco Bell. But a lot of you said it was a hard, U-shaped shell stuffed with ground beef, shredded cheese, lettuce, diced tomatoes, taco sauce, and sour cream. What about the guac? You need the guac. Yes, some people said guacamole, which, for anyone who doesn't know, is a thick green paste made of smashed avocados, lime juice, salt, and pepper. And some people add tomatoes, garlic, or onions to it And tomatoes and garlic and onions and jalapenos You gotta bring the heat, dude Yep, some people like their guac chunky and or spicy I like mine more creamy than spicy Uh, no judgments, dude Thanks, dude Anywho, while your taco might not be exactly like the one I described It's pretty much come to represent the basic American taco and the taco recipe on the box of pre-made hard taco shells you find in the supermarket. They're also super messy to eat. I've spent
1: years perfecting the perfect bite strategy so it won't fall apart on me. Check
0: me out, dude. Very graceful, dude. You didn't spill a drop. Yeah, do have a little taco sauce in your goatee, though. Yeah, I do. Got it. So, where did tacos come from? Did you say Mexico? Nice job. The tacos you eat today are a blend of ancient Mexican recipes, international influences, and American flavors. But before they became known in America, the Mexicans were eating a version that looked very different. How different? Well, their tacos didn't have cheese, lettuce, sour cream, or tomato. Whoa. In fact, The taco you know and love is less than 100 years old. (laughs) Quick quiz. Where did the word taco originate from? Was it A, a Mexican chef, B, a Mexican food critic, or C, a Mexican silver miner? If you said C, a Mexican silver miner, you're right. Boom! Boom is right. During the 18th century, or 1700s, Mexican silver miners would wrap gunpowder in paper and stick it between the rocks that they needed to blow up. Talk about a flavor explosion. The word taco comes from a Mexican word that means half or in the middle. This, of course, refers to how a taco is formed. What do you mean? I just dumped my meat, cheese, lettuce, sauce, sour cream, and guac into the hard shell, and... Yes, but like I said, tacos back then were different from tacos today. For one thing, it wasn't a hard, U-shaped shell. It was a soft, flat corn tortilla, to which they'd add a filling to half of it before rolling it up and filling it with fish and cooked organs. Organs? Yep. Hearts, livers, stomachs, intestines, kidneys. Yikes! Stomachs are definitely not on the menu at Taco Bell. Nope. But these wrapped-up little bundles became a staple meal for the Mexican working class, providing vital nutrients and energy. And for the miners spending all day blasting apart rocks in search of silver, this cheap, easy-to-carry street food was so popular, they became known as Tacos de Minero, or Miner's Tacos. Gotcha! But when did tacos come to America? Would you believe the taco wasn't introduced to the United States until 1905? 1905?! That's not that long ago, dude. Tell me about it, dude. And guess what mode of transportation played a big part in tacos coming to America? Was it the automobile? The steamship? Or the train? Um, I'm going train, bro. Is that what you said, smarty pants? If so, you're right. How'd you know, dude foodie? Because
1: trains go choo-choo, and I love to choo-choo on tacos.
0: Yeah! That's not why. Mexican migrants began coming to America to work on railroads and other jobs, and they brought their delicious food with them. Like I said, tacos were popular with workers because they were portable and cheap. Americans first became exposed to tacos through Mexican food carts in Los Angeles, California and San Antonio, Texas that were run by women called Chili Queens.
1: Fresh tamales, taquitos, tacos!
0: Ooh, Chili Queens
1: sounds like a good companion show to tacos, nachos, and guac. Welcome to the ultimate Chili
0: Queen showdown. You're always thinking, dude. Thinking and eating. Anywho... These ladies sold delicious Mexican food like soft corn tortilla tacos. And American customers thought they were very exotic. In fact, a little too exotic. The fillings were incredibly spicy and unfamiliar to the American palate. Ha! In other words, they
1: couldn't take the heat. I wish I was around back then. I would have taken those spicy flavor bombs
0: right down the hatch. I'm sure you would have, Dude Foodie. But for most Americans, they were too hot to handle. Luckily, in the 1920s, there was a big change. Yeah? The food that Mexican immigrants brought in began to fuse with American ingredients. Organ meat was replaced with things like ground beef and chicken that were much more familiar to most Americans.
1: Oh yeah, I'd much rather stuff my face
0: with ground beef than intestines. Soon after, cheddar cheese, iceberg lettuce, and diced tomatoes became standard fillings. This became known as the ultimate taco to Americans. Ah. In other words, the taco was becoming something of a Mexican-American fusion. Things became even more mainstream when a man named Glenn Bell got involved. Any idea who he is? The name rings a bell. What about you, smarty pants? Do you know how Glenn Bell fits into our taco timeline? Or how tacos went from thin, soft corn tortillas to hard, crunchy, U-shaped shells? Ah, come on, tell me, dude. Oh, I will, dude right after this quick taco break. Hey, Smarty Pants, want to know one of my favorite sounds? Here it is. That's the sound I hear when I'm learning a new language with Babbel. And if you want to learn a new language this year, I guarantee it'll be one of your favorite sounds too. Learning a new language has always been on my to-do list, and thanks to Babbel, I can check it off. But it's not just about memorizing words. It's about understanding a culture, connecting with other people on a deeper level, and expanding my horizons. With Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons designed by over 150 language experts, I was able to get the hang of the basics of German in only three weeks. Babbel is convenient, effective, and genuinely fun. Best of all, Babbel has equipped me with real-life conversation skills, making it easy to order food, ask for directions, or shop in stores. Plus, Babbel's speech recognition technology has been a game-changer for my pronunciation, helping me sound like a local, or close to it. Dankeschön, Babbel. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 50% off a one-time payment for a lifetime Babbel subscription but only for our listeners, at babbel.com slash smarten. Get 50% off at babbel.com slash smarten. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash it. Rules and restrictions may apply. This message is sponsored by Greenlight. Hey, parents and guardians, let's talk about something crucial financial literacy for our kids. It's a conversation that's as important as any other childhood milestone. When I was a kid, I'd earn money doing chores with little to no understanding of what to do next. I'd stash my cash in a piggy bank but didn't know why. I certainly didn't know much about saving or budgeting. If only Greenlight was around to give me the opportunity for hands-on financial learning. You see, Greenlight is a debit card and money app designed specifically for families. You can send your kids instant money transfers, get real-time notifications of spending, manage chores, and automate allowance, all while they learn how to handle money responsibly. With Greenlight, kids learn about saving for goals, budgeting for their wants and needs, and understanding the value of money. Yep, much better than just sticking money in a piggy bank. So, stop putting off the money talk and start putting your kids on the right path. Sign up for Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com slash smarted. That's greenlight.com slash smarted to try Greenlight for free. Greenlight.com slash smarted. Now back to Who Smarted and tacos, nachos, and guac. So, does the name Glenn Bell ring a bell? It should, or at least the Bell part, because Glenn Bell was the founder of Taco Bell in
1: 1962.
0: And while Taco Bell advertises itself as a run to the border, the mainstream fast food they created wasn't authentically Mexican at all. Really? That's because Taco Bell is not Mexican food, but rather Mexican inspired food. Ah. In fact, Glenn Bell was surprised to learn that Mexicans back then did not refer to tacos as tacos. Huh? They only used the word tacos when selling them to people who weren't from Mexico. But what about tacos de Minero? Or Miner's Tacos? Yeah, those were called tacos. But in other regions of Mexico, they were referred to as different things like flautas or taquitos, mostly because they're all very similar in makeup, some kind of filling wrapped up in a soft shell. So where does the hard, crunchy shell come in, dude? Oh, great question, dude. You might think the pre fried U shaped taco you know and love was a very American idea or that Glenn Bell invented it for Taco Bell. But guess what? It was actually Mexicans who came up with this idea around the 1940s to speed up the taco making process. Really? Mexicans invented soft and hard shell tacos. Yeah. Previously, All tacos were soft-shell and cooked to order. They were delicious, but they took time to prepare, especially the tortilla shell. The pre-made hard taco shell made it easier to mass-produce tacos in America. And when Taco Bell came along in the 1960s, they helped push hard-shell tacos out to the masses. But what about authentic Mexican tacos? That's the amazing thing. While Mexican-inspired tacos were becoming more well-known in America in the 1940s, 50s, and 60s, in Mexico, new migrants coming into Mexico were inspiring Mexican tacos with flavors from around the world. For example, Lebanese migrants brought recipes for shawarma, or gyros, with them. This required lamb to be cooked vertically in spinning ovens called rotisseries. Soon after, the Mexicans changed the recipe a little and cooked pork instead of lamb in the rotisserie. They stuffed the pork on a soft tortilla shell, added pineapple, and boom! The Tacos al Pastor is born! That's right, dude. Tacos al Pastor doesn't catch on until the 1960s, but today it's a standard Mexican dish everywhere. Take me down to Taco Town! Today you can find tacos everywhere. From local street carts and food trucks to small taco shops called taquerias to fancy Mexican restaurants or fast food-style chains like Chipotle. Each one has a different experience to offer, some authentic and some Mexican-inspired. Of course, Mexico was a lot more successful bringing their food to America than America was bringing their version back to Mexico. Except for the word taco. They call tacos tacos all over Mexico now. Last question. What about nachos? Ah, nachos are sometimes described as tacos that, you know, just can't get their life together. Ha <laughs> ha, that's funny, dude. <laughs> Thanks, dude. While nachos were originally invented in Mexico in the 1940s, they were much simpler than the loaded nacho supreme that you're used to today, which is basically all the ingredients of an American taco just in a big pile instead of in a shell. Yeah, well, I'm here for all of it. As long as it's beefy, cheesy, creamy, spicy, saucy, and...
1: Hey! Where's the guac?
0: Sorry. A big shout-out to Triven in Lake Forest, California. We're so glad you love listening to Who Smarted because it has a lot of, quote, smart stuff. And that stuff includes lots of amazing smarty pants like you, Triven. Thanks so much for smarting with us. This episode, Tacos, was written by Adam Tex Davis and voiced by Adam Tortilla Davis, Kim Quesadilla Davis, and Jerry Soft Taco Colbert technical direction and sound design by josh Flautus han who smarted is recorded and mixed at the relic room studios our associate producer is max guacamole kamaski the theme song is by brian suarez lyrics written and performed by adam tex davis who smarted was created and produced by adam tex davis and jerry colbert this is an atomic entertainment production